Hey everybody, this is In The Mix with Sister Johnny, and look, I am so excited about this word. Get your Bibles, we getting ready to go in. For those of you that are listening for the first time, Nick, I'd like to welcome you to In The Mix. If you'd like to catch up on some of the previous word, please visit me at sisterjohnny.com. That's sister, J-O-N-N-I-E.com. Keep in mind that In The Mix is also played every Sunday on the Bay Area's own Gospel 1190 The Light at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time again on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the radio, y'all. Gospel 1190, The Light. Let's get into it. I want to go right to the word because it's fresh on my heart. And I'm telling you, there's some nuggets up in here. We're going to be reading from Ezekiel chapter 37. And I will be reading from the King James Version. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live and I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy son of man and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and stood up upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said unto me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, thus saith the Lord God, behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your grave and shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live and I shall place you in your own land. Then ye shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for using me today. I pray right now that you will wash me, cleanse me, purge me from all unrighteousness and forgive me of my sins. I pray, Lord God, that the hearts and minds of the people listening be open, not to me, but to your word. Holy Spirit, come have your way. Bring everything to my remembrance that you would have me to teach. Lord, purify the atmosphere. I give you praise and I give you glory in Jesus name. Amen. This word is fire. Listen to me. 
we're going to comb through this because there's some nuggets up in here. Now, I know a lot of people have heard this, but this is the way the Lord has given it to me. If I had to give this message a title, listen to me. Today, the title would be Our Hope is Not Lost and We Are Not Cut Off. Saints of God, body of Christ, listen to me. Our hope is not lost and we are not cut off. One more time. Our hope is not lost and we are not cut off. Let that sink in. Ezekiel is a man, is he not? Yes, you might say, well, Sister Johnny, he's a prophet. Yes, he is a prophet and he is a real prophet of the Lord. And as he is on this earth, at this particular time, as a man, he is speaking the word of God as a prophet of God into the atmosphere and into these dry bones. And there's power right there because of the word of God, because of the vessel, because of the word of God, and because the hand of God. Mm -mm -mm. we can't miss that is upon him now if you go back and read the scriptures prior to Ezekiel 37 so go back and read Ezekiel 35 36 34 you read these scriptures passage of scriptures and you'll see that the prophet Ezekiel had been prophesying to innate objects he's been prophesying to the mountains what is he doing he's preparing what God has already created for something magnificent and incredible that God was getting ready to do. You got to come on and walk with me. He's showing it to me like this. God created everything. Let's go back to Genesis chapter one and let's read verses two and three. And it reads, again, I'm reading out of the King James Version. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and God said let there be light and there was light y'all hear that and God said let there be light and there was light God created everything this whole world galaxies planet he created it from nothing God did it with his word now that God had created the whole world and saw that everything that God created within that world was good, God sat down. And now that God wants to come in and change some things in the world. God is so holy, y'all. Now see, what we have done in 2021 is we've made God like us. And see, God is not a man. God created man. He created man in his likeness and image and breathed the breath of life into man's nostrils and nostrils became a living being or a living soul. Let's understand that. So God did all of this and now he's watching over and governing over what he has created. There's no need for God to step back in and do anything that he's already said was good. But then God does something different, doesn't he? He uses what he's created already to fix some stuff. What needs to be done, saints of God, is inside of us. We cannot do it without the spirit of God. And that's the problem. We have to be obedient 
to God. We have to have the spirit of God. We have to have the humility to walk in what God has given us with the spirit of God and the wisdom of God to do what God has called us to do down here like Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. There's a problem. God can see there's a problem. So God took the man that's in the world. That's not dried bone. That is his mouthpiece on earth. And he set him in the midst of the valley of dry bones. And he told the man, because the man is obedient, the man has a heart for God, and the man is ready, if you will, to do the will and the work of God on earth. Hear what I'm saying. And he opens his mouth and he begins to speak into this earthly realm what God is telling him to say with God's word, the spirit of God, so that what his word has instructed for him to say his created world that God created will respond. Y'all hear that? Proverbs 18, 21. Proverbs 18, 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit of death and life. So whatever you're speaking out of your mouth, saints of God, trust me, if you be a man or woman of God, if you have the spirit of God, what you say out of your mouth will come to you. God created the whole world speaking word, his word. Now God's using a man that God created in this world to speak a word of life in this world for other people that look like him. I'm going somewhere with this. If you go to Matthew 16, verse 19, now I encourage you to read all of Matthew 16, but I just can't because I don't have the time. But for the interest of bringing context here, Matthew 16 and 19, and it reads, and I will give you the what? The keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Do y'all see that? Jesus is giving him the inside connection. He is telling Peter, he understood, he recognized who Jesus was. Come on. When he recognized who he was, he got excited because he said flesh and blood, had, that was a sign to Jesus. He is the one that he can give the keys to. I can give, these are keys. Look, y'all, God has given us some keys. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what it looked like. Ezekiel was set down in a valley of dry bones and he didn't ask any questions. But guess who did? I found it interesting that the creator of the entire world, galaxy, planets, universe is the one that asked questions. In fact, let's look at Ezekiel 37 verse 3. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God. Thou knowest. He answered correctly because if he be the prophet of God on earth, the mouthpiece of God, then he has total trust and faith and reliance in who God is. And so, even though in his manly, natural eyes, what he saw looked like a dead situation, he knew and understood that God can do 
anything. There's nothing impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. And so he's using Ezekiel to speak a word. And then the word became manifested. Listen to this. Verse seven. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold, a shaking and the bones came together bone to bone. Let me tell you something. There's a shaking that's been going on with this pandemic since 2020 in America. Hey, this is a pandemic that got allowed to happen. Here's the question. Is there not a shaking? Everything that can be shaken is being shook. Everything I'm talking about. I don't want you to look at it from a natural standpoint. I'm talking about Everything is being shaken. Don't nobody know what's going on. Let's just keep it real. Don't nobody have a clue what's going on. But guess what? Everything's being shook. Food. I've been talking about food and preparing out for so long. Y'all got to go back and watch my preparedness video in 2020. I talked about how you have to prepare your home. Forget what they talking about. Everything is happening. Every system, whether it's financial, school system, the educational system, law enforcement, judicial system. Think about it. Government system. Every system that you can think of is being shook water gas electricity infrastructures everything there's a shaking going on saints of god there's a great reset that's getting ready to happen now we know that but god is allowing this stuff to happen here's the question what sister johnny does this have to do with ezekiel 37 because right now it seemed like a dead situation it seemed like Every time we look up, it's something going on. What's going on with Texas? What's going on with the tornadoes? What's going on with the hurricanes? What's going on with the fires here in California? What's going on with in other countries where the flooding and just so many things are happening. Cyclones and earthquakes and mass devastation happening all over the world. Sinkholes opening up. People going to work, coming home and showering and getting in the bed and a big sinkhole opening up and swallowing people whole listen to me in the midst of this god is allowing the shaking and there is a noise and guess what i've been talking about revival i've been talking about revival for so long i believe revival is on its way saints of god you've got to have an ear to hear what the spirit saith unto the church see everything you think you can do you're not going to be able to do because God has allowed this time for us to get right with him, for us to seek him for real, for us to have a relationship with God for real. This is the first time I have seen such devastation that's happening. And I haven't seen the leaders of this world call on clergy. I haven't seen it. And so that lets me know that the influence that the church has had for so long, they no longer care about it. Why? Because something has happened where the church has lost its position, but all is not lost. Oh, no, 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 no. Because God is showing me through this word that the prophets have to stand up and start prophesying, prophesying to these four winds prophesying to the mountains, prophesying to the cities, prophesying to the people and speaking the word just as Ezekiel did, trusting God fully and knowing even though it looked like a dead situation that God is going to move. Why? Because God is able. Come on, y'all. We need the prophets to open up their mouths and speak the word of life. 
revival is coming. Yeah, we're going to see this devastation, all these things that's happening. But let me tell you something. We already know what the end is. It's like a script that's already been written that we have to walk out. We've already won, right? So we know revival is coming. So we have to till the ground, get ready for revival. We have to repent and ask God to cleanse us and purge our hearts. Come on, y'all. We got family members. I got family members that I've been praying for. I'm praying, God, move like never before. I got neighbors I've been praying for. They don't even know it. I'm praying for my neighbors. I got people I'm praying for. Holy Ghost, come. And when Ezekiel prophesied to the wind, this is the revelation I got. That was Holy Ghost. That was the breath. Because if you go to Acts chapter 2, there was also a noise. Oh, there's a sound. Evangelist Mildred, I got it. She's been talking about sound for so long. And I'm like, okay, I've been talking about Holy Ghost. See, there is a sound. It's coming. And it's going to be terrifying to hear it. Because imagine hearing these sounds. We're going to see the Holy Spirit move in people's lives like never before. I'm talking about for real, the power of God like we have never seen it. Laying on the hands for real and the sick recovering. I'm talking about going into these hospitals. I remember one time, Evangelist Mildred remember this. One time somebody asked me, I didn't even know their aunt. And somebody said, Sister Johnny, my aunt is in the hospital. Say she's going to die. And she said, well, you go up there and visit my aunt. And I did. I said, Evangelist, you go with me. She went with me. Let me tell y'all what happened. We went, the aunt was in um, ICU. And they only let so many people in, but they let both of us go into the ICU. This was some years back. And Evangelist, if you listen, you remember this? So we went into the ICU, went in there and we prayed for her. And when we came out of there, we ended up praying for other people, at least two other people in ICU. A family member came out and said, will you come in and pray? Whew, hallelujah. Will you come in and pray for, for my loved one? We went in there and prayed for him. And we came out of there and we went to the other ICU room and prayed in there. Let me tell you, that's how it's about to be. Because see, whatever man may have started, God's getting ready to finish. It's going to take God to move like never before we need the holy ghost y'all if y'all want to see god move if y'all want to see change i encourage you to see god for the holy ghost i'm telling you for the revival to come we need to be revived the dry bones can we live yes our hope is not lost our hope is not lost we are not cut off uh-uh. god is calling he's wooing us back to him Come on, saints of God. It's time for the body of Christ. Will the real saints of God please stand up? I feel like I just been really on this quest to encourage the body of Christ to stand up. Come on, y'all. We need you. The world needs you. God needs you. You see how God used Ezekiel? God didn't have to use Ezekiel. But see, God is so holy. God uses what he's already created to fix what needs to be fixed down here. He don't have to come down here and do nothing. The next time God get up off his throne, it's over. God is a creator. <laughs> it's over. Do you understand? It's over. Isaiah 66 chapter one is one of my favorites. I have many, but that's one of my favorites because God makes it very clear that the earth is his footstool and the heavens is his throne. There's no room for God down here. This earth is not big enough to house God. Do you understand? So when I hear people say that, I'll be like, hmm, we're like a little granule compared to God. But in our world, it doesn't feel like that. And I know we really haven't been fed the word of God because the way this word is, trust me, understand what I'm saying. God is too 
huge to be down here even if you go back to the old testament we can see in the tabernacle the essence of god the presence of god to go into the presence of god those priests when they went in to the holies of holies god is so holy and pure that any sin will kill you drop you to your knees in death because he's that holy, right? And that's just a little bit of God. We talk about all oh, to see your glory. No, no, no. You can't handle it. Trust me. Can't handle it. I don't even need to. I know we can't handle that. Can't handle it. Okay. I need you to raise up these dry bones. Okay. This is a dry situation. It's been to say low. They've been very dry means that these bones have been dead for a long time. I probably was the only black girl in the hood that wanted to be an archaeologist because I love digging up old remains, old fossils and, and tracing its origins and where did it come from and how did people live. I love that to this day. I love that. So the thing about old bones, for it to be low, very dry, they have been dead for a long time. Long, 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 long time. Like ancient Egypt time like old <laughs> you hear me and God told him to speak what it is that God's telling him to say so that because God created everything and God created everything off God's word so if God told the prophet to and he's anointed the prophet empowered the prophet through the Holy Spirit to speak into the environment and to the world of which God brought into being through speech, come on y'all, then certainly what God created will respond. Because look at Hebrews chapter one, another one of my favorites. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let's keep reading. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Meditate on that. I always thought that was so deep. I said, whoa, that's heavy. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. We think the word of God by the word that we read right here. No, literally the word of God spoke it. The worlds came together by God speaking it. This is our world. This is all that we know, right? God didn't lift a finger for none of this to come together. God just spoke it into existence. Come on now. And the things which are seen were not made of things that do appear. So the very things that we are looking at every single day, God created from nothing. And that is the problem that most atheists can't understand. God created all of this off his word. Nothing emulated anything else. All I know is nothing that is made manifested down here on earth that we know of came from anything else that previously existed. God spoke it into existence with his word. So therefore, God's word is enough. God's word is strong enough. Do you hear what I'm saying? God's word is is powerful if we can grab hold to that revelation when i go back and read the bible and i read about because some people say well these are just men and women that god has used but these are not just men and women that god has used these are men and women that god has used that believe they really 
believe and trust that what God has said is absolute. If you understand that God's word is absolute, my brother always say, why do you say believe? You got to know it. And he was right. He's absolutely right. If he listening, shout out to Chuck. Listen, we have to know. And that's the difference between the men and women of God of past and the men and women of God of today. But there are so many that just took God by his word. They just simply said, because God's word is the absolute truth. I won't doubt it. That's going to take you to a place of people probably going to think you crazy. They're going to think you are nuts because it don't make sense. But see, God's word says that he takes the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And that's okay because you just have to know that God is. And that is why Jesus got excited in Matthew 16 when Peter understood who he was and nobody else did. See, some said he was a prophet or maybe, you know, they didn't really know. But when Peter said, oh, no, you are the Christ. You're the son of the living God. He said, flesh and blood hath not revealed that to you, but my father in heaven. So now he said, now let me, now I can talk to you for real. Now we can have, I can tell you what I know. I'm going to give you the key. Come on now. He was looking for somebody that can relate. It's nothing worse than being around a whole bunch of people that you can't relate to. Nothing worse. But Peter got it. And he said, upon that rock, upon this revelation, I'm going to build my church, Peter, and the gates of hell won't prevail against it. I'm going to give you the keys for binding and loosening. Whatever you buy. Now that God is talking to you, whatever you bind here on earth, I got you in the heavenly realm. Come on. Whatever you loose down here, I got you up here in the spirit realm. Because once I'm gone, come on. See, when God spoke everything into existence, he looked over everything. He looked at his oh, Let me look at that. Then he went to the next thing. Then he went to the next thing. And then after he looked at everything, he stopped. Let's go back to Genesis. See, we skip over Genesis, but Genesis to me is where the meat is. Oh, Genesis is heavy. Look at this. Let's go back. Let me flip back to Genesis. He saw that it was very good. Now, let's go to Genesis chapter one. I'm going to read 31. It says, and God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. Before it was, it was good. Now he said it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Two, verse one. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the hosts of them. Two. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. Three. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. Look, that was a wrap. He was done. It was nothing else for him to do. He cre- he spoke everything into existence, everything obeyed the word of God and came into being and came into existence. And that was it. He was finished. He was done with the creation. So now whatever needs to be corrected within the creation, it's in us to do it. It's in us to do it. That's why we see Ezekiel is prophesying. He's part of the created being God's finished work. And what did God do? God used him to speak into this created world. What? The word of God and the word is still powerful because it's the word of God coming through a vessel that believes that's anointed and the hand of God is on the vessel and speaking the word down in this natural world. Whatever you bind, whatever you loose on earth will happen in heaven. 
is being made manifested by God is coming together. Come on. Then we go over and we see Jesus doing the same thing. He go pray, talk to God, come back. Miracles happen. What's happening? He's getting instruction from God. How do you, why do you say that sister Johnny? Because when he was praying, for the disciples and praying for us, those are even afar off. He said, none have I lost these that you have given me and none that I have lost except the son of perdition. That's the key. What? God has chosen and picked out all these disciples that Jesus had went and plucked out. No, no, no. He had been conversing with God doing the same thing. Whatever God said, he said, I do the will of my father. Whatever he tell me to do, I do. Y'all hear that? So then we walk over here and we see Peter. Peter now has a revelation of who Jesus is. Jesus said, oh man, you, we can talk now because the spirit, God is revealing some stuff to you. Okay, let me tell you this part. God's going to use you. You the one. Okay, so then tag team. Boom. I'm out. You're in. Holy Spirit fall. Go Terry. Go pray. Wait for the Holy Ghost. Don't do nothing without the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost come. There's another sound of a rushing wind that fills the room. Come on, the spirit of God. Same thing. God doesn't change, y'all. Very consistent. If we want to see God move in this situation, this pandemic, all the stuff that's going on, the same recipe. We got to pray. We got to repent. We got to ask God to cleanse us, wash our hearts. Come on, renew the right spirit. Psalms 51. We got to have that. And we got to pray for the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, well, I have the Holy Spirit. Well, you have no power. We got to pray for an anointing to break the chains of bondage off the, the people's lives. Right. So you need the anointing from God. We got to let God go into the inner parts, those those dark chambers of our heart and gut us and cleanse us and purge us because obedience is greater than sacrifice. Revival is coming. God's going to move. The question is, are you going to be used by God or on the sideline? Because see, God's will will be done. <laughs> it's going to happen. And I just choose to be, if God will allow me to be used by the Lord. I don't want to be on the sideline. Not me. Not me. Mm -mm. Nope. The Bible that I'm reading with all these men and women of God that God has used. Sometimes you just see there was a man of God that came. There was this, there was a prophet that came. There was this person. So you have all these people that you see in the Bible. And a lot of times you don't even see a name, right? But you see different people moving by the spirit of God being used effectively for the kingdom of God. I have no problem with that. I just don't want to miss God. It's nothing worse to know that your lot has come and you sat down. It's going to be scary. It's going to be rough. And it's going to be tough, y'all. But let me tell you something. God is with us. Our hope is not lost. And we are not cut off. We're not. So I need y'all to know that. No matter what's going on, whatever's coming around the corner, saints of God, keep praying. We're going to have to come together. We're going to have to switch those prayers up. God, I remember how the saints of God used to pray. Just God, if you just cleanse me. Thank you, Lord, for watching over me at night, God. Thank you for keeping me, Lord. Thank you, Lord, God, for holding me, God. Thank you, Lord, God. Lord, I thank you. Lord, cleanse me and wash me, God. Forgive me of my sins, God. Wash my mind, God. Visit me. Stop by here, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Do you hear me? Don't take whatever you do. Don't take your spirit from me, God. Help me, Lord. Walk with me, God. Forgive me. They confessed their sins. It was not a big deal because they was trying to get to God. You hear me? Be encouraged. Don't forget to visit me at sisterjohnny.com. That's sisterjonnie.com. If you would like to donate to keep the radio ministry going, I am not a 501c3. I will not be able to send you anything at the end of the year for you to get a tax write-off. If you would like to donate, it will really be a donation from the heart. Please write me. You can send it to Sister J-O-N-N-I-E, P.O. Box 2214, Dublin, California, 94568. Or you can find me on Cash App or PayPal. And it should be in the mix, Sister Johnny Radio or Sister Johnny Radio. You should see my symbol there. God bless all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Again, don't forget, God loves you and he just wants to use you. This is In The Mix.